Today's episode is sponsored by Alone in the Dark. The highly anticipated new reimagination by Pieces Interactive and THQ Nordic. Play as Edward Carnby or Emily Hartwood to explore your environments, fight monsters, solve puzzles, and uncover the true secret of Dorsetto Manor. Our favorite heroes are brought to life by Hollywood stars Jodie Comer of Killing Eve and David Harbour of Stranger Things, who lend not only their voices, but their appearance and their formidable acting skills to the brave protagonists. Experience a deep psychological story that goes beyond the realms of the imaginable, all dreamed up by Mikhail Hedberg, cult horror writer of Soma and Amnesia. The team at Pieces Interactive is supported by monster designer and legendary Guillermo del Toro collaborator Guy Davis, as well as doom jazz legend Jason Conan, who provides his eerie and haunting melodies for the right atmosphere. Alone in the Dark is available March 20th on PS5, Xbox Series XS, and PC. Pre-order your copy now and escape into the dark. What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Hello, everyone. The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. Would you recommend this one? You know, I actually would. It's a bit of a softer recommend because I don't mm. think this film does a lot. Uh, well, I was going to say narratively different from its first film, but like sure. it does just enough different to justify its existence, but mm-hmm. it doesn't do enough different to make it not feel a lot like more of the same, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I feel that because a lot of the set pieces feel very familiar because there's only so much you can do with blindfolds and people hearing whispers from dead loved ones and so on. Right. But I'm in agreement with you. This is a a soft recommend. I think I maybe liked it a little bit more than you. I was Mm. very much on board until a certain point. And then I found that the climax really ended up losing me, in part because characters have to start acting nonsensically. The action gets a little bit stupid. And I really just did not enjoy this attempted cliffhanger. 
Um, okay, <laughs> I put a pin in that cliffhanger. Sure. But, um, <laughs> real quick about the climax, I will say I agree with you about the climax. However, I found it to be a much a very thrilling climax. Mm-hmm. All those issues aside, in a way that the first film di- wasn't. And you know, right. you can go back and listen to our commentary on Bird Box, where we talk about our issues with the third act of that film. I mean, this film at least doesn't have to hit the soft reset right. button, where it's like, oh, we built to a natural climax and then restart the movie over again. I think the pacing is much better in this one Mm -hmm. yeah it was mostly just the action feels so silly to me and i wasn't really in the mood for that at this point sure but i agree with you i do think that some of the new things the film is doing are actually pretty i I don't want to say fun (laughs) because (laughs) i don't know that this is a fun movie but it complicated the narrative in ways that i wasn't expecting I will agree. Honestly, I mean, look, like we find something out in the prologue that mm-hmm. I did not know going into this movie. No. And, I was like, and I was so happy not to be spoiled. So, folks, if you are considering it, duck out now. Yes. But I will say that was like, I was like, oh, shit. OK, cool. You've got me, movie. Mm-hmm. I do think that's kind of the most innovative thing that this movie does, which is oh, for sure. one of my issues with it. Like, it's really cool. But then we're settling back into more of the same. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So if you're not a bird box enthusiast, I don't think this film is going to win you over. But there was enough of that there that I thought, okay, you know what, I'm at least enjoying how they're trying to play with the formula, even if it's only a little bit. 